run it back, 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 run it back. Lost through the bench, hit the crawl back. Can't take no more L's, I need all that. Run off with the pack and get the don't crack. The four feel short, nigga, four flat. Run it back, 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 run it back. Quit that little drop, now you hustling. They counted you out, now you bubbling. Took you some losses, but bounce back. Now they feeding for you like you good crack. Run it back, 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 run it back. Lost through the bed, hit the crawl back. Can't take no more L's, I need all that. Run off with a pack and get the don't crack. The four feel short, nigga, four flat. Run it back, run it back, run it back, run it back. All right, welcome back to the War Dog Trail. This is episode 53. I'm your host, Sergeant War Dog, and we have a heavy hitter with us this morning. <laughs> I bring to you a former contractor, an active, avid hunter, and an outstanding outfitter in the state of Texas. Ladies and gentlemen, I present to you Angel from Sandy Creek Outfitters. Angel, welcome to the show, bro. Man, I appreciate it, man. I, I appreciate being on your show, brother. Good morning, everybody. All right. Right on, right on. How's everything going over there? Ah, uh, pretty good, bro. Pretty good. Weather's uh nice, decent. Uh not not many complaints here, man. Not many complaints. Good. Uh, man, it was humid. We went hunting last night. It was humid, man. And humid. It woke up humid this morning. Not bad. Really? We had a couple of days. Yeah, we had a couple of days last week that were probably the forties, fifties. Really nice, man. But that didn't last long. You know what? I didn't think about it, but if you don't mind, since you just had a hunt last night with a celeb, uh, will you do you mind telling us who that was with and how that went? Man, it didn't work out. Man, he had to cancel last minute. So oh, we ended up, okay. me and a couple friends, uh, Steve Neese, SDN44, and his kids, we ended up just hunting ourselves, just having fun. We baited the place up for a couple of days. And it happens, man. Uh, uh, things come up in people's lives. They just can't make it, bro. It's, we can do it again another day. Yeah, right on. Right but we on. did we did take out him out probably uh, last week, I think we did. It was uh, uh, the Mexican OT. Uh, we took him out, me and SDN44 and his kids. And Ryan Ashcraft, we took him out in Bay City. Man, that was an awesome hunt. That guy is down to earth, bro. Not what you would think. Right on. Super nice guy. I mean, down to earth, listen to everything. We had an awesome hunt. We were cut short because of the fog last week, and there was too many cows to just keep shooting. But we had an awesome hunt. Good experience. All right. Good deal. Yes, sir. Now, um, to lead us off, Talk to us about your government. Your uh, I'm sorry. Talk to us about your uh, your contracting background. Man, oh uh, four. I think it was oh four oh five. I can't remember how long, but I did a couple of years over in Iraq with uh, Brown and Root. I was attached to uh, the. Um, <clears throat> we did we did all the vehicle maintenance for a lot of the guys down there we kept all their vehicles running a lot of the military stuff we were doing the army they would come to us when they had a problem with one of their vehicles we kept them going boys back and forth i went back and forth a couple of times with them in a couple of different routes uh, from from uh, base the base it was a lot of fun man it was a good times 
a lot of good memories, a lot of stuff that I wish I forget, but a lot of it's not bad. It's good. Right on, time. bro. I did for a couple of years, and then I was at the airport one, uh, I can't remember what year it was, and man, my son called me, and he says, Dad, can you stay home? And we miss you, so, man, I called and uh, told them they can have all my shit. I'm not coming back. <laughs> I, was done. I, was, I was already done with my contract, you know. I said, everything. Everything in my container, because we live in containers, you know, in tents. I said, right. you guys can have all, all my shit, all my dirty magazines, everything. You guys can have everything. <laughs> all the playbooks nice. and everything, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's nice right there. That was that was love for you to shit, for you to uh, leave it for them like that. I like that. Yeah, I said, man, go in my room. You guys can have all my... <laughs> what, uh, because, uh... I was in Iraq myself. Uh, yes, three sir. tours as as a Marine. Um, what cities are you talking about? Man, I was uh, based out of Altakatum. It was next to Blue Diamond, Ramadi, and a little bit further away from Fallujah. So we just kept, our deal was maintenance, keeping all the vehicles running for everybody and teaching them how to change the run flats. And man, I met a lot of cool pe people there, bro. A lot. A lot of good experiences, man. I, I wouldn't change it for the world, bro. You know, right. being able to help those people and uh, and teach them things. A lot of those guys were green, bro. Young guys, 17, 18, 19 years old. Shit, they didn't know what they signed up for, bro. You know what I mean? Right. It was, and I just can't imagine what was going through their minds, all the stuff they saw, and the stuff they went through down there. It's it's a lot to take in, you know? But I respect everything. Single service men, and I respect everything. My dad's a retired Fulbright Colonel from the Army. My brother did, I think, four or five tours. He's retired now. My dad's so I grew up in a military background. Um, my, my dad always wanted me to join. Oh, man, I thought chasing girls and racing cars was more important, bro. I'm not gonna lie, <laughs> you know. Hey, well, that's not a bad alternative, bro. Hell, <laughs> no, but it's um, when I think it was 19 or 20. I graduated high school in Japan. We lived in Japan four years. And my dad, we went down there, signed me up for the army, and I passed all the tests. And he asked me where I wanted to go. I said, "This is not what I want to do." You know, he was mad for like three or four years, bro. You know, no over shit. that deal. Oh, he was mad, bro. I mean, he pulled strings to get me to do whatever I wanted to do. You know, he pulled a lot of strings. God, it was a, uh, it was crazy. When I was over in Altakatum, one of his buddies was a cook. And he made sure that he cooked for me the whole two years I was there, bro. Year and a half, whatever it was. <laughs> nice. It was. Yeah. But he, he was overlooking me. He knew what I was doing every move down there, man. It's it's crazy, you know? But yeah, it's, it's a time in my life that I would never miss. If you've ever been to Dubai, man, you need to go. That place is beautiful, man. We used to go to Dubai before we went all over. We had a week in, a week out. We spent a week at Dubai on the way in, out, just to get your mind right before you went to the real world. Yeah, a nice decompression zone, right? Yeah, it was. It was uh, yeah, it was. It's wild over there, bro. <laughs> you know, it's neat. <laughs> right on, right on. So. You said uh, about how long uh, in contract? Man, I can't remember. It's probably, I thought it was two years, year and three quarters. I can't remember. It was, I did. Man, I think it was two years, sir. 
for Brian and Root, who okay. I work for. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yes, sir. And then uh, tell us about how you, uh, well, tell us about your uh, your background as a hunter and when you started to take hunting and uh, outfitting full time. Man, um, I've been into guns for a long time, but I was really into cars and I raced cars for a long time. Um, all over the United States and probably hunting. My dad wasn't a hunter. He didn't really like, uh, we never had guns in the house or any of that kind of stuff. Gun years ago, I got into the AR-15 stuff, the black guns, what you call them, and pistols. Years ago, I bought my first thermal 12 years ago. I can't remember, 11 years, 12 years ago. And I wanted to pig hunt, right? And I couldn't afford it, so I had to put it on my credit card. I said, how the hell am I going to pay for this thing? You know? And it was the treasure uh, company. Before it was treasure company called IR Hunter. It was like seven $7,000, bro. So I bought this thing, put it on my car. I'm like, how am I gonna pay for this thing? You know what I mean? Pick up aluminum can. Yeah. Couldn't sell pictures, bro. On the internet wasn't that big, so you couldn't make no money with feet pics and only fans, bro. So I started taking friends out, fifty bucks, hundred bucks. I was like, I can make money doing this. But then I ran out of land, right? I had a couple. Then you have to work on land. So I landed a bunch of different properties I could hunt and. And money doing this. So I, I bought more equipment, got more into debt. That means I had to do it more. And man, in the past couple of years, it really hasn't been about the money. It's been about contacts. Because the money will come with contacts, right? You got to take care of your people, mm. entertain, and, uh, and the money will go. You know, I've I lived half my life worried about making money when I should have been worried about family important stuff in money. You know, I lost a lot of time with my kids and my family chasing the dollar. You know, and it really at the end of the day didn't really make any sense, but it took a lot of growing up on my part. You know, it took a lot. And you work hard, the money will come and, and without God or that him in your life or believing that there's a purpose for you being here, you'll never have anything. You know, and it took me a long time to realize that. Right on, bro. Right on. For a long time. And I didn't, not saying I didn't believe or this and that, but I didn't start putting two and two together to probably, you know, a couple years back. You know? Yeah, that's the way it is. That's the way life. It took a lot for me to say that, bro. That's how it is. Yes, sir. I appreciate you opening up with us. Yeah, bro. yeah. Right on. Yes, sir. So you're basically uh you've been you haven't been hunting since you were a kid then. No, no, we didn't grow up with that. Wouldn't that wasn't part of our family deal. We uh I was born and I couldn't say really raised in Puerto Rico, but I was born my parents from Puerto Rico. We still have a house there, my grandma's house, but I left when I was probably seven, eight years old. We went to uh moved to Kentucky. And in Kentucky, when you're seven, eight years old, and I know in English is not a good thing, bro. <laughs> Fort Knox, <laughs> Kentucky, you know. Man, uh, I've been fights, and uh, I, I learned English fast, especially when English is your second language. 
you learn fast, bro. <laughs> what people are saying, but back in the seventies and eighties, bro, it was that was a part of it, right? We we're immigrants, not really immigrants. We're uh, we're we're a United States citizen, you know. But it's it's different, right? When you get people coming in, right. they speak English and they're they're, they're cooking arroz con pollo. They're, they're doing all kinds of crazy shit with oh, people. Don't know what that is, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Right on. Yes, sir. But yeah, so uh, I got in my life. I've hunted uh, some exotics with friends, but the only deer I ever killed was with my truck. I hit him on the way home. That's the only time I ever killed my deer. I recently, in a pig, I hit a pig on the way home and ruined my uh, my daily driver, but I'm going to fix it today. Oh, man. All right. All right. So I, I want to give it to you, man. From the way you hunt, I honestly thought you were one of those guys that have been hunting since you were five years old. Because the, mm-hmm. the way you get down now with Sandy Creek Outfitters, I honestly thought you, you were, yeah. So I'm, that makes it even more impressive, the fact that you did start later on. About, about how old yeah. were you when you started to hunt? Man, probably uh, 38, 39. Okay. Hey, good deal. Yeah, I started, yeah, I started late. Yeah, um, man, um, I realized that, man, racing cars are so expensive. Uh, so I changed my whole career thing, and I opened up the Santa Creek Outfitters, and it was tough the first couple of years to get people to, to trust you to take them out, you know. And I gave away a lot of my time, and uh, I learned from all my mistakes, and we've done well. I've collaborated with a lot of people and made friends, and uh, it's been good. Uh, with a lot of different companies, a lot of people uh, have given me the opportunity to to show them a good time, show them that I I can use their product, use their products in the hunting and eradication. What I do, it's been pretty good. Right. Now, if you don't mind, talk to us about that part a little bit, because I do know I see you in my eyes. You're an influencer. You're an uh, you're, you're an outdoor influencer. So. Talk to us a little bit about what it's been like working with companies and uh, advertising and whatnot. Man, I, I do a little bit here. I'm not an influencer. I don't consider myself an influencer. But No, okay, okay. No, I, I don't. Uh, and I, I never wanted to be like that. But I work. I have a full-time job. I work at Johnny's Sports Shop in Eagle Lake. It's probably 20 minutes from my house. And I okay. do a lot of stuff there with suppressors, uh, thermals, and guns. And um, I've been build a bunch of custom guns for customers, AR-15s. So I've gotten to know a lot of the companies. <clears throat> like, my main thermal we use is Envision Optics. Envision, and we use a lot of suppressors. We use uh, Diligent Defense is my main deal. There's a lot of good companies out there. We use a lot of different companies. But uh, my go-to is uh, uh, Envision, and for the cans, we use Diligent Defense. But there's so many companies, like... I'm trying to do some stuff with Yankee Hill right now, Yankee Hill Machine. I do a lot of stuff with Pulsar. I do a lot of stuff with a bunch of different companies. Fusion Thermal, that, that owner of that company is a really nice guy. We've done some stuff with him. I took him uh, and a couple of his guys out probably uh, mm, a couple months back. We got a good three days of hunting nice. with that guy. That guy, Chris, the owner of that company, is one of the nicest guys you'll ever meet. Yeah, nice. I do a bunch nice. of stuff. I mean, there's so many companies. I probably forgot about half of them, but there's a lot of different companies out there that we do a 
dollars. We do a lot of stuff with Silencer Shop. Those guys have been good to us. Um, man, we used we try to use everything between all of us. There's a couple guys I hang out with, and we do a lot of stuff together. We use a lot of different tools. What I call them tools of the trade for eradication. Right. Right. Yes, sir. Now, uh, talk to us about you uh, and how you became an outfitter, and well, when did that all start? Man, that started probably seriously probably eight nine years ago. Uh, I had a shop in Austin. I got rid of all that stuff probably eight years nine years ago, and I needed to find something to do with my time. You know, and I was already doing it, but not serious. So. All I would do is stay home and drink beer all night, every night, right? I mean, it got to the point where it got to be too much. I'm not going to lie. You know, I'd get up, work in the yard, go bait, and I didn't have a purpose. I was lost, you know? And uh, so I said, I got something together. So I, I put together a, a plan. I said, you know what? I better get my license, my FFL and all that stuff. So I did that. Then I went to a bunch of different Cerakote schools. And I said, man, this isn't, I don't want to do this full time, right? So I came home. I said, I just wasted a bunch of money. And I said, I'm going to guide. So I put together the Sandy Creek Outfitters. There's actually a couple of uh, other to begin with. And it just didn't work out, bro. It just like, they didn't see the future like I did. They didn't see the, uh, what I saw. It could be become a big deal, right? And, um. Not that they didn't want to put the work in, but it was a lot of work that required no money, right? And I'm sure these guys had families and stuff to support. A lot. Imagine being away from your family all night and coming home with nothing. And we did that a lot of times to try to promote our business. So they faded out after the first probably six months, eight months. And I just took over, renamed it, and, 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 and ran with it. And here we are today. You gotta you gotta surround yourself. Right you gotta surround yourself with people that believe in your dream, right? And you gotta spread the wealth with everybody. If not, it, it, it can't be all just your dream, bro. It has to be everybody is part of your, your group circle, has to be in the same uh, think the same, same mindset. I totally agree. I totally agree. Now and, and, um ahead, I remember. Oh no, you go ahead, you go ahead. No, and then that, that's where I'm at today. I know I'm sorry, running a circus, but that's where I got today. And I mean, we've done well the past couple of years. It, it's been good. We've taken a lot of uh, celebrities out and, and people that I never would imagine that would that would hire me to take them for entertainment. I, I want to become a bucket list. You know, I want people to say, "I want to go with that guy." That's a bad motherfucker. He's gonna put me on pigs. You know, all right, all right. To the top, and I'm gonna, hey, when you miss, I'm gonna fucking make fun of you. You know, <laughs> That's what about. yeah, I'm gonna make fun of you, man. I had, a, <laughs> I had a couple guys probably a while back, and they were from Louisiana. And uh, there's four of them the three brothers and a dad, I can't remember who they were, but I said, hey, we're gonna shoot on three because I said we shoot one, two, we shoot on three, and uh, one, two, and he, the other guy started shooting. And I said, bro, you just fuck your buddy. He goes, fuck them. I'm shooting. I'm like, oh my god. Hey, but it's an experience. It's 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 about fun. If you want to shoot on one and you don't want to wait, fucking shoot. You know. But I want to become known as 
one of the best outfitters in Texas. That's what I want to do. And I want to surround right. myself with the, the right. best people that could get me there. You know, I, I'm 51 years old. Man, I, I try to work out once a day. I do a lot of walking every night. And I, I just, back again, surround yourself with the right people. You know, and, and you'll get there and believe in God every day. Never give up. Never give up on your dreams. I mean, if that was the case, I should have given up years ago on many of my dreams. You know? And by no means, I'm not made of money, man, but I, I, I hustle every day. If I, if I can I make know. something happen, I'm going to do it. Yes, sir. Right on. Right on. Yeah. I like that. I like that. Now, yeah. If you don't mind, tell us, tell us some of the celebrities that you've uh, taken out. Man, uh, we've taken out a bunch. Like recently, we had uh, four professional rugby players from Australia. That just threw really? in, and I got a buddy. Of, yeah, yeah, four professional. Uh, yeah, two uh, two of them, one week, another two the other week, and they never even held a gun in their hands. So you can't do that kind of stuff in Australia, you know. Oh, and, uh, yeah, they can't do any kind of stuff. So they were. I mean, I put them on some pigs. Uh, we had a good time, man. These guys were just. They shot. They're like, holy shit, it died. I said. Yeah, man, of course. You put a bullet in his head, bro. He's going to die. <laughs> they were shocked, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, but, they, 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 you know, this kind of stuff you don't, you see on TV, you see on Discovery Channel. And, but this is real life shit. You know what I mean? This is, you pull up, go on there. We, we count to three, pull the trigger, and, and should we take some pictures? But it's still, I take it for, uh, for granted how lucky I am to be able to do this every night, you know? Because yeah. I, I'm like, and I forget sometimes because I do it all the time. I said, this guy, he doesn't do it all the time. So I have to back up a little bit and, and realize, hey, look, let's make this a good experience for this guy. You know, yeah. let's take, let, let, let me send him home with a good video, some good pictures. Because this may be the only time this guy does this all his life. Right? Right, right. So you want to do this. You know, you want you want to show him the, the, the best time you can. Because he's giving you his hard-earned money, Right. To, right. to do this you know i mean and you got some guys that have uh like want to kill 300 pigs because they watch it on youtube that shit doesn't go yo you know you're gonna run into a couple groups a group you may run to three or four that's it but i try to do the best i can to make sure they get to see right go home with good memories you know not everybody's gonna be perfect not everybody's gonna be happy but all you gotta do as long as you give it 110 percent, that's all people ask though and there's a lot of good outfitters out there, man. There's a lot um, at, near Austin, San Antonio, outside of Houston. I'm not the only one, man. And I don't want to be the only one. I want to spread the wealth. I, I mean, I drive three hours and say, look, dude, here's an option. This guy's good. Go to him. You know, it's, you can't be greedy. You got to spread the wealth, man. And that'll hey, get you. That's nice. You, you got to spread the wealth, dude. You know, I mean, I can't. I want to be the only one, but I know that's not possible. It's not right to do it. Why make someone drive three hours where they can have a good experience an hour from them? And then you just you just made another contact and, and that guy may send you something one day, you know? Even if he doesn't send you, right he on. did the right thing. You know? Right on. Now, um, I tell you one thing I've always been curious about was <laughs> do you get on these hogs on your own property? Cause you always no. run into hogs, like every no, day you man. run into hogs. Okay, 
Okay. No, no. I, I wish. No, but I live on seven acres on a creek, but I'm surrounded by uh, a bunch of land. And it's taken years to years to get this stuff. And it takes baiting. So when I get off work, man, I usually put out a couple hundred pounds of corn a day before these people show up on these big properties. We got a bunch of tracks that are probably 20,000 acre tracks, 10,000 acre, 3,000 acre tracks. I got access to a lot of land, but a lot, some of the land, some of the, the tracks, I should say, are small. So you can ride a truck, truck. You don't need a buggy, you know. You just get out, shoot, drag them in the woods. And then, or even keep going. Or some tracks you're on there for uh, 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 I can't take people because it's private, right? They they want to get rid of the hogs. But they don't want the, uh, the responsibility of people shooting their property. Okay. Because I, I carry an insurance policy for this hog and stuff. You know, okay. I, I carry a uh, yeah a big policy because. Man, it's just too easy. We all got way too much to lose if something happens, right? Right. Yeah, some other tracks, you got to bait. We were like, the track last night was pretty big. I think 3,800 acres. We baited the roads, and we saw a lot of activity. We didn't shoot it out. We shot a couple times. Right? We were already there. And, um, but you just got to, uh, baiting, being consistent, baiting is the trick, right? And then not overhunting the property. So if you're on a property, man, usually we try not to go there for a couple weeks. It just depends, right? And uh, that way you're not overshooting it and the hogs are going to get, they're going to get educated. They're smart. These things are freaking smart. Man. Like, they, they're so smart now. If you drive down the gravel road, they hear you, they burn off, bro. It's like, a, <laughs> it's like somebody seen them up from the top, they take off, bro. <laughs> you know? Right on. Yeah. But no, I mean, I get all, well, we get a lot of pigs. It's just because we've got a lot of land, right? Okay. Yeah, and but we're not the only some of the places we're not the only ones hunting it. So you just gotta coordinate with farmers, coordinate with with people, other people that are hunting it. You know, and usually everybody respects each other, right? They know that hey, I'm gonna use this this week, and they'll leave. Alone. I mean, you've got all the kids that want to hunt. You can't take them away from them. It's their dad's place, you know, or their grandfather's. Right. But they're all pretty cool. During uh, like when they cut the corn and cut the rice, they're gonna. They're just not finishing up second crop right uh, rice. That shit's fucking fire, bro. It's like crack to them hogs, dude. <laughs> hey, as long as you can keep up with the mosquitoes, these motherfucking mosquitoes will suck you dry, bro. They're bad. I mean, you gotta go get an IV, bro. They'll suck you dry. Like, <laughs> no yeah. Yeah. Usually, uh, don't like going to the rice fields, bro. They hate the mosquitoes. You gotta have a heart for it. You gotta, hey, you gotta, you gotta just power through, bro. It's crazy. Like I go, like my youngest son, pork chop. He hates the freaking rice fields. But you want to kill pigs? I said, let's go. So we gotta do. Dad, I don't know. I'd rather stay home and watch TV. I said, oh, man, you can't watch TV the rest of your life. Let's go do something outdoors. Let's go make memories. Right. You know, because every right. every trip is a different memory. It's, different it's memory. Every, time. every trip. Different when story to truck, tell. Yeah, when you hit the gate and you lock the gate, it's a whole different trip, bro. Yeah. Different scenery, different sunset, different people at the gas station. It's a whole dude. It's a whole new memory. Yeah, that's what's yeah. cool about it, you know. And he'll remember that stuff, you know. I like that. Yes, sir. How about uh, on a personal note? 
the things that you did and saw as a contractor, do you think that the hog hunting helps in a way to uh, help you help you deal with any of that? Man, it it gives me a purpose. Yeah, bro, I think so. You know, sometimes uh, I'm not gonna lie, some memories just pop up out of nowhere. It's like your mind blocks that stuff out, right? Right. You know, it does. We picked up a lot of uh, recovery vehicles that were pretty bad off bro you know what i mean right you know and um and uh i'm not saying up man i was man i'm not a uh i didn't carry a gun or doing any of that kind of crazy stuff i was but i was always surrounded by the military so you didn't have to worry about that kind of crazy stuff right uh but yeah it help yeah it gives me a purpose yeah man i was depressed for a long time i couldn't figure out what it was but i'm not blaming that i mean i don't think a lot of have to do with that but it just your mind is really good at blocking things out man i'm not gonna lie you know man i was talking with a guy the other day and he said this this and that and i'm like and a memory popped up something had nothing to do with what we were talking about you know what i mean something just triggered a memory you know right. but yeah it, it's uh does it help yeah i'm sure it probably does sir you know but i'm i've always been pretty good at, at keeping things inside you know, now I gotta admit, for me personally, it helps tremendously. Um, being able to, it's it's hog hunting for me as a Marine infantry rifleman. Hog hunting is the one place, is in the one time in my life where I know that I can still use thermal vision or night vision the same yes, way i used to in iraq yes sir and, and i can use it for a purpose though and then in you know in iraq yes we were hunting men but uh when it comes to the hogs you know you just replace that target and, and um to be able to harvest hogs like i said just using night vision and and, and using uh thermals alone that, that to me that's like going home it feels like home it helps me so much i can't i can't even really put words to it i won't lie to you i uh the same way you you uh dealt with things after your contract and service for about 10 years i pretty much sat stagnant man i didn't want to um because i don't know i feel i feel it's different that when you're a war veteran i mean you've already done all the all the shooting, the running, the fighting, the gun drills, the hand to hand. So you you might find yourself in a point to where you're like either tired or injured. And uh, in my case, I was injured. Uh, I have metal disc in my neck. I have metal rods in my hip. I have screws in my back. So for ten years, I find myself in this zone where I was just like, "Fuck it, I'm retired. I'm I'm injured." And I just stayed in, I, you know, I was, I'm married and have a daughter, have two daughters. So I was just in daddy and husband mode, but I sat stagnant, man. There was nothing going on in my life until five years ago, I got a small piece of land and I started to uh, camp. And then I started to take out my AR-15 with me and I started yes, doing Marine drills again. And then someone told me about hog hunting. And here in Florida, they're in a nuisance, just oh, like yeah. they are in yes, Texas. Sir. So 
I didn't know that in Florida, you don't even need a license and that you can hunt them 24-7, 365. And for a grunt like me, <laughs> that's all I needed to hear. Yes, sir. I needed to hear, okay, you don't mind that I can go out and use, you know, my specific skill set? Because what we do and what we have is a specific skill set. You know what I mean? Yes, so sir. if we can't apply it, if we can't apply it towards you know, war or security or law enforcement, then being able to apply them to something like hogs where you're still actually helping people and helping the environment because they're predators. I don't see too much better of an option, man. And that's why I had to, I had to go all in myself as a Florida hog hunter. That's awesome, man. I watch your stuff, man. It's good. You're doing big things down there, big dog. Thanks, bro. You are, you are, man. I keep up with all these. Now tell me, um, in Texas, when you drop your hogs, yes, sir. Do you uh do you eat and process some of yours? Now, or you donate the meat or man? I used to donate the meat, right? But at three o'clock in the morning, ain't no one gonna get up, bro. You know? Oh yeah, I used man. To do that gutter. Oh, yeah. And then um a lot. Of, I mean, probably two out of every. Big customers, we do backstrap, you know what I mean? And I, I cut backstrap okay. out behind quarter. Oh, yeah, it, it doesn't go to waste all the time. But sometimes, uh, okay. man, these they're, uh, these shots are, are, aren't perfect shots because, man, uh, people are excited. You've got everybody's got adrenaline, anxiety. Your, your, your homeboys are fucking with them. They're fixing to the shoot. Um, <laughs> make, make bad shots, bro. You know what I mean? They shoot them in the gut. They shoot them in the ass. You know what I mean? They, it, it's, it's crazy, yeah. <laughs> it's uh it's a crazy deal you know like uh and, and it's fun but when you're when you're like that with people you can make fun of them and it but it's a, it's it, it it's part of the, the the program right to keep them to make them laugh i said damn you shot that yeah. motherfucker in the ass bro what were you aiming at you know <laughs> and then you've got uh you've got the guys that say the guns are off i said no give me that gun and you and you you shoot the pig i said look just take your time you know these these aren't uh we're shooting 762 by 39. They're not the most accurate guns, but they shoot an inch, bro, at 100 yards. That's really good. You know what I mean? Yeah. Most of the time, I'm using the Siemens 50 Banshees, you know, and they use AK Mag. And they're like an AK platform, but but with AR-15. And they're, they're, they're good, man. They shoot really well. And it's just taking your time, you know. Pulling the trigger, not jerking it. I mean, you know all about that, bro. It's just, but when you get your first time hunters, they're excited. They just want to shoot, bro. They want to, like, I had a group of uh, Oriental people a couple years ago, bro. They shot like 120 rounds. They only killed like four pigs. But it just, <laughs> I looked one time. Hey, I mean, the motherfucker wasn't even looking through the thermal, bro. He was just looking up, pulling <laughs> the trigger, dude. <laughs> but. You know what? It's it's their experience, right? They had a blast. We had a good time, and, and uh, shit. That's that's what it's about, right? And that's I don't care. Just yeah, just keep shooting. It doesn't matter. I'm not one of those guys gonna get mad as long as no one's in danger, no one's in the way. You know, cow or deer, get after it, man. No houses. So before they shoot, I put everybody close next to each other. That way they can't swing into each other, right? And I said, right. the guy goes, I'm close okay. to homeboy. I said, well, you're close to him. That way you're going to be able to go home and tell your memories after tonight. You're close to that way you can't swing into him. You know, and that way I just got to make sure, because I've got on my helmet, I've got a thermal and I've got night vision on it. That way I can see what everything is going on. 
Right. You know, and, and it's just, and I, I tell you, hey, we're done shooting. We're done shooting. I mean, the guy the other day goes, I'm going to keep shooting. I said, he's 300 yards. You couldn't hit him at 50 yards. What makes you think you're going to shoot the motherfucker 30 yards? <laughs> <laughs> you know, but it is what it is. <laughs> but I mean, you've got some Hail Marys. People, I've seen some people pull some Hail Marys, bro. But, oh, wow. Yes, sir. I mean, I've throughout the last, probably the past four years have been probably the wildest. A lot of cool things. Uh, a lot of big, I want, I've been, we've been starting to do a lot more corporate stuff, which is good. You know, you get five or six guys that's never been, that don't spend all time in the woods. You know what I mean? They show up in, in, in camouflage, stick it gear. I'm like, bro, we're in the middle. As long as you don't nothing bright, they ain't going to see you in camouflage, bro. It's nighttime, you know? But it's all good. <laughs> but the thing is, this is the, uh, and, and back going back to the what I was talking about earlier is, this is their bucket list, right? So if they want to wear right. a, a, a jumpsuit, they want to wear, a, I mean, any anything, it doesn't matter, right? Because this is how they want to remember their memory. You know, right on. Yeah, it's been a while. We've taken a lot, of, a lot of neat, a lot of neat people, a lot of different things we've done. How old are you, by the way, bro? Oh, I'm 39, bro. Man, dude, I'm I'm like an old bastard. I'm 51 years old, dude. <laughs> yeah, but you're wise, bro, and that's what counts. No, you are right, wise. Right. I've learned from a lot of bad lessons. I've learned, bro, from a lot of mistakes. Right yeah. Right on, right on. Good. Now, um, one question that I ask all the guests, all right? Give me your top three favorite firearms. Man. Man, it'd have to be my 249. Yes, bro. I carried the saw. Yeah. My first two tours in Iraq, yeah. bro. I promise you. Yeah. I promise you. I love the saw so much. Yeah. It my saved favorite. my life. I put in work with that. I love the fucking saw, bro. Yeah. Oh, God. Favorite. I don't even believe you said that. My saw yeah. is my favorite, bro. I, I can't. It sits in my fireplace, bro. It's my favorite. That right and on. then probably an AK 47. And um, I, got a, I got quite a collection of them. I like those guys. They're fun. And. I've always been partial to the uh, the FAL, you know, the foul, and the 308. Those are those are my favorite too. Um, but yeah, but it had to be a saw to begin with. And I, I've got a. Uh, I like my M60. It's just so heavy, bro. You know. <laughs> the pig, or they call it the pig, you know, but uh, the pig, bro, the, yeah, pig. the pig, yeah. Uh, yeah, but the saw's got to be my number one. You can't beat it. You can't take it out of my hands. I like shooting that thing. Right on, man. Hey, every, Say no more. Every time I let somebody shoot it, they're like, this is badass. It's, it's the shit, bro. It's, it's it. It don't get no better than it. You know? Now, um, just one last question I have was uh, when it comes to the caliber around you use on your hogs yes sir do you do you feel like you won't go you won't go any less than 762 man i've so done how it. do you feel man i've done it with everything i mean i own okay. a bunch of different stuff so the reason i got into 762 we shoot so much it used to be cheap you know not anymore right. 
you know, that it's with that import ban and all the ammo and everything now. But um, I still got, I don't know, a bunch of ammo left. That's why we still use it. I like 308. It's expensive shooting pigs, right? And these guys are, man, some go to two or 300 rounds, you know? And right. it just gets to be expensive. But now with all the prices, everything going back up, um, two twenty three. The first shot is good. Everything after that, you, you know, it, it's, I like that body from the ground. Pictures, you know, not saying it can't be done with two twenty three. People do it with, with air guns, twenty two, seventeen. Like, man, I want pictures. So I want people to have good experience. Seven fifty by thirty nine. I just recently recently switched over to uh, a different kind of round from seven sixty by thirty nine from Fort Scott Munition. It's a tumbling upon impact. Uh, so when it hits you, it tumbles and it does a bunch of damage. And it seems to be working really well for us right now. It's a little expensive, but man, it's you're not having to use a bunch of rounds to, to knock these pigs down. All right, all right. Yeah. Now, will you let the viewers know uh, where can they find you online if they want to uh, check you out? Check out Sandy Creek Outfitters. Oh, it's uh, it's on my Instagram, Sandy Creek, Sandy Creek Outfitters, and uh. Or you can look me up at email at scoutfitters at gmail.com. I think it's scoutfitterstx at gmail.com. I think All it's right. really yeah. Or on Instagram, Santa Creek Outfitters. And uh, right. we can book a hunt. Let's book, let's book an experience. Let's do this. Right? You uh, you want to drop your phone number for any of the viewers or listeners? Because I'm pretty sure. I hope this uh, this podcast is gonna bring you some business, man. Yeah, business or, or maybe a, a new friendship of some sort. If someone just needs to talk, call me. Hell yeah! All right. It's a uh, uh, area code nine seven nine two five seven forty eleven. All if right. If you nasty, that's what Janet Jackson said. If you nasty. <laughs> All right. All right. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, this has been episode 53 of the War Dog Trail podcast. I've had with us Mr. Angel from Sandy Creek Outfitters. He is a former contractor, he's a current avid hog hunter, and he is a reputable outfitter in the state of Texas. That's the reason why I brought him on the show. He is one that I've been a fan of for at least three years now. I watch his Instagram nearly every day. All <laughs> right, everyone. That. Yeah, yeah, had to, man, had to. You have any last words, bro? Man, God bless everybody. Never give up on your dreams, bro. All right. Right on, right on. Okay, everyone. This has been episode 53. Be sure to visit SergeantWardogTV.com to find out what's going on. Uh, you know, we did win three recent awards these last two years. Uh, and this year alone, 2023, we won awards for uh, Leading Veterans out, Outreach uh, Nonprofit, as well as uh, Veteran Support. Uh, nonprofit of the year by Corporate Livewire. So be sure to hit up SergeantWardogTV.com for any um, updates on what's going on here with the web series or with the podcast, The War Dog Trail.
All right. Salute. Counted you right now, you bubbling. Took you some losses, but bounce back. Now they feeding for you like you good crap. Hump that. Run it back. 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 Run it back.